Hey y'all, so um, I'm back with another call-in interview episode and I have a guest um, and we actually just gonna hop right into it. Like I said, I'm doing more so uh, these call-ins as an opportunity to literally engage with my listeners. You have an opportunity to call in, chop it up with me. Y'all know I don't be doing this shit. So take advantage of it before I start Scorpioing and decide that I don't want to do this shit no more. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead uh, and allow my guest to introduce herself. Uh, you can actually just, you know, introduce yourself or you can remain anonymous. It's up to you. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, girl. Hey, I wanted to remain anonymous. That's um, cool. You got a call name but, for us? Uh, you can call me Faith. Faith. Yeah, hey, that's, hey. I was about to say, that's the, is that the uh, name you give niggas when they trying to holler at you and you don't want them to know your real name? <laughs> now it's more like the code name. Like, people have people be my fave, my diary, this, that, and uh-huh. that. Okay, that's cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, that actually, girl, so I want, that just made me think about something. I gave this nigga a fake name one time at the club and then I forgot that I gave him a fake name. <laughs> like, almost immediately <laughs> after. I'm like, I think I might got ADHD or some shit like that. Because how I just gave this motherfucker a fake name two minutes ago and I forgot that I gave him the fake name. And then See, he, that's why you got to text him. Phones you. Yeah, this, uh, so they know who you who, who talking to. Yeah, he threw me all the way off. I didn't think he was going to, like, come back so fucking quick. And before I knew it, I was like, oh, shit. Now, now I got to, like, lie on top of lie. But that's why I actually do not like lying. I hate lying right. because then I got to keep up with the lie. Now that's not to and say you that. Forgot what they said. No, for real. But that's not to. But that's like with a blatant lie. I don't like to blatant lie because then my ass will literally forget what the fuck I told you and end up telling the truth. And then now you like this bitch lying. Right. But what I will do is tell the truth with a lie. And let me let me explain what I mean by that. I'm telling a series of truths that don't really apply to this situation, so I'm not lying. It ju- it's just right. irrelevant and you don't know it's irrelevant. <laughs> right. So basically, you just gonna let them fucking know how it is. Yeah, of like, for the, yeah, for the most part, like, I'd rather just be honest because when I get to lying, then it's like, shit, now I'm being manipulative and I'm like, I've rationalized my manipulation in my head so I don't even think I'm lying. Like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. So I'd rather just tell the truth because when I start to lie, then motherfuckers think like, I'm like a terrible person. <laughs> it's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Cause I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit is- Right. But um, let's get right into it. You, you got some questions for me, right? What you wanna talk about? So, I wanted to talk about what, um, so I was listening to some of your whole stories and shit, listening to Provocative, and I wanted to, um, see, like, how do you, so if you feeling a motherfucker and you want to, you know, jump right into shit with them, like, you want, you, y'all talking long enough to get on another level as far as sexual ass. 
you want to do some like some oral sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you make yourself feel comfortable enough to like want to do something with them without like feeling like you gonna catch something behind it? Like for instance, I wanted to suck a nigga dick before, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, damn, you know, I I had to suck some dick before I fuck. Like, let you fuck me if I'm not ready for that. So it's just like, I ain't gonna put a condom on a dick and, and suck it like that because I'm not getting a fuck job of it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just thinking, like, how can I go about that, feel safe with that? Like, just walk up and ask them, like, can I get to my chart? I wish more people said, can I get to my chart? I ain't even gonna hold you. Because um, it's nothing wrong with it. It's legit nothing wrong with it. And um, what's really unfortunate about people and the, like, I can only speak for the black community because that's the community in which I belong to. I can't speak to, I don't like speaking on shit that I'm not a part of. But it ain't so many motherfuckers that are just uh, forthcoming with that information. Now, me as a sex coach, as somebody who loves sex, I will tell a motherfucker in a minute, I'll go like I I get tested frequently unless I know I'm in one of my periods where I'm not fucking because I do that like people think that oh it's Jody she just like I don't always fuck do I have a high sex drive yes but also I abstain from sex intentionally because when I do get back to it that shit is gonna be fucking amazing I might happy cry um so it's like I I know my body when you know your body you should be responsible with it and I think that's what it comes down to. If you straight up say like, yeah, you know, just hell, if you feel comfortable to lay up with a motherfucker and you want to suck their dick, just make sure the dick clean. Like just have a cake. You could literally, it's nothing wrong with asking somebody when was the last time you got tested? Like straight up. Right. Like it's not saying like, oh, you need to get tested or show me your results type or shit. Or you dirty as hell. Like yeah. I don't know what your dick been type shit. No, but I mean, at the, like, you know, even if you feel like that's, you know, you don't want to come off that way, you literally just straight up say like, hey, when was the last time you got tested? Or even if you decide to go get tested, you say, oh, yeah, you know, it's been a little minute since I've been tested. I'm going to go to the doctor, make sure the pussy cool, make sure the pussy straight. And then that could literally be the catalyst for a sexual health conversation. It's nothing wrong with talking about sex health. Um, The last time I was tested was in January. Right. Yeah, it was January. It's either December or January. I want to say it was January, though, because I think I got tested once in December and then again in January. Now, the importance of getting double tested is because sometimes the shit don't show up the first time. Um. So I, 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 I honestly, I encourage people to, you know, double back, even if you're not having sex, because I wasn't. Act- so I've actually not had sex since last year. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh now this is not the longest I've gone without having sex, but it damn near felt like the longest I've gone without having sex. So I know that when I do start back having sex, it's going to be crazy. Uh it's gonna be real crazy. Now that's not to say that I couldn't been fucking if I wanted to fuck, because niggas did like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of mm-hmm. easy for me. But right. I've been abstaining from sex. Um, 
And what's her purpose of doing it? Like, what's she trying to see? Like, girl, so I kind of, I, I have a date in my head as to when I'm gonna start back fucking. Um, but it's it's super uh also circumstantial because it has to be with the right kind of energy because I've gotten to a point where I've had like sex that was so good like the quality was so good that I'm like I damn near that's the only thing I want and I know that those come a damn a dozen damn near so I'm not just finna be fucking on somebody and then I'm like okay I'm pulling out all my tricks and shit like that and it's not really eh, what am I getting out of this so I'm kind of on this like uh journey to find who I am again like it's kind of like a self-discovery thing for me because uh, that's when I have like the best sex when I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like I know exactly what the fuck I like who I am as a person. And here's the thing. We continue to change and go through these evolutions as, you know, people like I don't want to say as women, but, you know, just as people in general, you continue to go through these um, evolutions. And right now I'm like trying to figure some shit out. I'm trying to figure some shit out. I just finished my master's program. I'm trying to figure out what's the next step for me. Um, FC Network is going on tour. I got a lot of shit going on. So bringing somebody into this, and then I know I've said this on episodes before, if I fuck you once and it's good, I'm going to keep fucking you. Because even though, like, I'm a freak and I'm kinky and I really like sex, I am still, like, I really like high-quality sex with one person because that's when you kind of get into the tantric aspect of sex, when you have an energy connection. And that's not to say love or, you know what I'm saying, even monogamy for that matter. It's just a heightened level of connection. And until I feel that heightened level of connection, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't really want to engage in it because I could just masturbate. Right, Um, okay. Because I be so in tune with myself and I have heightened levels of masturbation sessions and shit like that. But I want want a, a very, uh, a strong connection with somebody again not in a relationship because it it legit does not have to be a relationship it could be a strong ass friendship um i've and you know uh so that's with me wanting those types of sexual experiences i'm like i rather wait it out because when i start back fucking it's going to be amazing like damn near life-changing uh so i'm just gonna be chill on that right now let me focus and get the shit that i got going on together right um and then yeah but to go back to your question to go back to your question like literally i would say just straight up ask a motherfucker you know when's last time you got tested that should be one of the first questions that motherfuckers ask, to be honest. Like, even when you first start, before you even start liking a motherfucker. Because you don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to have sex with anybody that doesn't have good sexual hygiene. And a part of good sexual hygiene is getting checkups. Like, hell, it's not even that I want to, it's not even that I only want to know when was the last time you got tested for STDs. When was the last time you went to the doctor? When was the last time you went to the dentist? When was the last time you got your fucking eyes checked? Because a blind nigga can't see no wrong in what the fuck they do. So I want to exactly. know when is the last time you you just you when was the last time you went to go see about yourself overall? Um okay. and from there, if you know that this motherfucker, like, oh yeah, I just went to the dentist last week. I just went to see the eye doctor, you know what I'm saying? Like whenever, or you know, if the nigga got braces, he's obviously going to the dentist frequently. 
Um, is yeah. So just pay attention to motherfuckers' habits. Pay attention to the foods they eat, cause it's a lifestyle thing. When you you put good things into your body, you care about your body. What types of you know? I don't like to judge too many motherfuckers from their past, but at the same time, what type of bitches do this nigga fuck with? Um, if if they fucking with some dirty bitches, and I'm not even saying dirty in terms of catching an STD, but it could be like shit. This just a a, a drama field, a nagging ass bitch. That energy shit is real. That shit is real. You could fuck a motherfucker that's miserable and for whatever reason you walking around with an attitude after fucking him and you don't know why. Transference of energy. That's what it was. So, um, straight and, up. I say And ask. that really got a lot to do with like my next question as far as like when when you saying you just said, um, with the last question, like as far as your connection with people and then they just said so energy. How when you fucking these people, you not having a it I feel like I get an attachment with anybody that I have sex with as far as, like, wanting to be under them, wanting to, lay, like, be with them, like, and it it, it, it refers over to, like, a relationship type shit. Yeah, so like, I don't know monogamy. if, like, my heart connected or yeah. what, like. Yeah, so that's the monogamy hormone. Uh, it's called vasopressin. It does, that th- everyone, that is not released from everyone after sex. Um, well, you know, it's different levels to it. Um. As, I'm also a non-monogamous, so I don't associate sex with uh, relationships. It doesn't have to be that, but it can be a energy thing because I don't like to feel um, restricted and I don't like clingy. I really enjoy my space. I really, really, really like my space. And I think it's because I like just being, I'm like, I'm a really dope person so I like being alone a lot of times. Um, Have you always been like that? I think so, but it wasn't until recently that I was able to pinpoint it for what it was. Because I would think something was wrong with me. So it went from me thinking something is wrong with me to me embracing it for what it is and saying like, no, this is actually super dope. Because uh, like, for example, I'll go through, uh, I'll go through breakups. And I wouldn't kind of harbor onto those feelings for a long time versus someone else who's like, you know, they like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? It's taking them a long time to get over it. But me, because I love love so much and I don't hold on to it, I just I'm grateful to have experienced it for however long I've experienced it. It could be a week. It could be a year. It could be five years. It could be a fucking, you know, month. Well, however long it lasted, I accept that amount of time for what it is. I'm grateful for what it is, but it's not anything that I need to uh, be possessive over. It's nothing that I need to control. Um, I acknowledge the fact that it existed and I'm grateful for it. I'm glad that we shared this thing together. It's like an experience. Um, you don't dwell on every experience just because it ended. Like you're not upset because something ended like, Oh, okay. It may not have, you know, uh, I don't like when people say shit like, Oh, if you are single, then you don't know what successful relationships look like. Uh, The success of a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that you're in a relationship. As long as it went well, it went well. And then when it didn't go well, make sure you get the, you know what I'm saying? Like, know when to leave. I think motherfuckers that know when to leave are good at relationships. (laughs) As opposed to motherfuckers that be miserable 
or cheating or, a, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all stay in situations that y'all not supposed to be in. Um, and I think that's way more problematic. For me, right. like I said, I accept it for what it was. It's, it was a learning experience. I, I still got love for you, but I know that, uh, you know, it comes down to when people say, People come into your life for a reason, a season, you know, whatever, whatever. Just know what they're there for. Like really feeling that and really truly believing that. Because if you did, you wouldn't dwell on when shit don't go right. Right. So I apply that to sex. Um, The exact same concept, because whether it's a, uh, you know, dating, a romantic relationship or just a sexual one accept the experience for what it was when it happened as long as you had fun right shit you don't you know go out for a night with friends and then be like oh my god I'm so upset that it's not gonna last forever like no you had fun that shit was lit will you do will you do it again if you're gonna do it again do it again and again just keep enjoying yourself I think that sometimes uh the fun gets lost when it comes to sex and um, art, because we, we try to impose unnecessary and unrealistic expectations on people because of sex. Um, so it's like, oh, we we have really good sex. Let's be together. Whoa, fucking relax. Because that's probably the right. only thing y'all supposed to do. And that's OK. Right. Um, just be grateful for the experience and not, you know, the I would. I would, uh, and that's why I only speak from sexual, you know, kind of, I don't like to get too much into relationships because I feel like, you know, again, the, you can have a sexual relationship outside of a um, a romantic, I want to be with you relationship. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Just basically enjoy the experience. Not everything, you know, you have to, you know, attach yourself to it or, yeah. Hold on to forever. Yeah, I feel like we're too like we get overly committed. Like in the black community, again, I don't want to speak about other people because those are the others and we talking about us right now. We be in high school in these relationships trying to plan our lives out. Motherfucker, you're 14, 15. It's no way in hell that you're trying to plan a life with this motherfucker that y'all kids, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want. And because we be hopping into these relationships at early ages or whatever, start fucking in high school, um, we have not developed the emotional intelligence uh, to even be able to process what the fuck is going on. And we are doing what we think should be taking place based on the fucked up relationships that our parents was dis- had on display. So, girl, it's a shit show. <laughs> I get it. For real. So, basically, we, we follow around what we see coming yeah. up and stuff. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah Damn, so- but I do, right? I'm glad that I am more so connected to your network and, and seeing, like, your podcast and stuff because it's giving me more of an open man as to how, how to go about learning more about sex and how to go about things with certain situations because I, I don't remember, you know, having shit like coming up with seeing our parents and shit. They, we just blind to the shit. Like, mm-hmm. nobody ain't, ain't gave me the birds and the bees talk, none of that. Like, yeah. I was raised by my grandma. So it's like, everything is such a, like, I'm learning from 
being with a nigga, like telling my, my motherfucker telling me, oh yeah, the business told me that, you know, like I pretty much, I'm blindsided to it. Right, right, right. And that's, you know, literally our views of sex come from the, our household. Like what kind of house did you grow up in? Was it, you know, did they want to keep sex conversations a secret? And you know what I'm saying? When you don't know shit like that, then you go out into the world and you're, you, you're not prepared. You are not armed with the tools to make the right decisions. Um, and that's a that's an issue. Uh, what we know to be true when it comes to sex education in high schools, you are more likely to ha- um, experience a, a surge in high schools are more likely to experience a surge in teenage pregnancy rapes when they are preaching abstinence as opposed to giving them actual sexual education and preaching, you know, like sex health. Right. So, uh, it's like, okay, you, it's, it's also, uh, you ever hear when people say like, all right, you have to trust your kids because if you try to keep them sheltered, as soon as you give them a little bit of opportunity, they gonna wild the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the exact same concept. If you are super hush hush when it comes to sex and shit like that, you're, you're not, you're doing a disservice. I rather provide the right tools the right information because at the end of the day you can't control people's choices they will make choices irregardless of what it what the fuck you want them to do um so the least you can do is arm them with the right tools so that they can make the best decisions and just have faith that you know everything that you've done to guide them will you know be beneficial but again we don't own people we don't own people and it took me really taking a look at myself, taking a look at how I was raised, the the years and years of shame, of sexual shame that I experienced, the sexual abuse, all of the things that I went through as a person and why it molded me into the person that I am today. It takes a lot of self-reflection um, and healing so that you can say with confidence that I'm making these decisions for myself because I had to literally go back and you know, examine my life, examine the choices that were either imposed on me or the mistakes that I made and make the best decisions moving forward and be intentional with that. So uh, I know you said like, oh, you're learning now with the guy you're with and he's talking about, oh, well, you know, whatever, whatever. You have to learn for yourself too. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk all the time about how when I started my whole phase, it started with masturbation. I wasn't, I didn't just say, oh, I'm going to have a whole face and just go out, start fucking people. That's not what it was for me. It was about empowerment and knowing what I want, irregardless of anyone else and prioritizing my own pleasure. So with what comes with that is now when you go into different sexual experiences with people, you'll know exactly what it is that you like. And then you can try new shit. And then you'll also say like, all right, I won't have sex with this type of guy because that doesn't align with where I am in my current sexual journey. Right. So That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I did have another question. Um, But I don't know if uh, I was gonna say I don't know if you can relate to it just off of the stories that I have heard listening to your podcast. As I'm far say, as like shoot, your go ahead. <laughs> as far as that threesome, so the threesome that I've heard you say you had, you was pretty much like a person added to the 
couple, the situation. Yeah, uh-huh, the unicorn, so, the third. I wanted to see, like, what was your outlook if if you was the person to be in the relationship? How? What type of boundaries would you set as far as trying to even get into having a threesome with somebody? Like, that's what good, type of boundaries does a woman? That's a good question because I'm actually going to have another episode out on threesomes. People really like hearing me talk about threesomes. That's what I've noticed. Um, <laughs> uh, but in addition to that, I want to be in a relationship where I coordinate the threesomes. I really do. I really want that. And um, if if things had gone according to plan last year, I would have actually had two threesomes where I would have coordinated them. Um, but it just didn't work out that way. And that's the thing. Like sometimes when you try to plan a threesome, it doesn't go as planned as with all things in life. Um, I think that where I am now in my sexual journey, I can, and I, I would very much be willing to coordinate a threesome with, um, my with with the guy that I'm dating with my nigga with my you know with my boyfriend, um, but I think that the only reason I'm able to do that is because my ego has been removed from my sexual experiences. So I don't I'm not super egotistical, and uh, I know there are some negative connotations with the word ego and being egotistical, but we just gonna accept the ego for what it is. The ego's only job is to make us comfortable, right? So when shit makes us uncomfortable, mm-hmm. our egos step in to make us comfortable about the situation. Um, with me, I had to realize that sex is supposed to be fun it's no place for the ego to truly really exist because the ego will limit you the ego is very limiting in um your pleasure or your enjoyment of the act of sex so if you want to have a a threesome is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be different it's supposed to be unlike your regular one-on-one sexual experiences uh, and it's just like, uh, I'll give it to you this way. Instead of it just being, you know, you and your friend, y'all dancing at the club. Now it's one more person dancing and now y'all lit together. It's three people lit together. That's how threesome should be. Everybody bringing their own kind of flavor to it. Everyone bringing their own dance moves. They vibing, they paying attention to each other. They might mimic a couple dance moves to make it kind of align and groove and shit like that. But that's what a threesome should feel like. And it wasn't until, uh, again, I I had I was in a totally different place, you know, uh, mentally and emotionally five years ago. Five years ago, I would not have been able to say, oh, yeah, I can coordinate a threesome. I, if you take me back five years, I, like many other women, would say, oh, I have a threesome, but not with my nigga. So now right. you have to. And that's what a lot of people be saying because they don't. They feel like the men will want to do something behind their back. And, that, and, and that's that like, I feel like to do with insecurity. shit because that's in you're, exactly it's insecure. It's it's a, it's very much an insecurity. And again, the word insecure has, you know, a lot of negative connotations, but let's accept the word for what it is. So what does it mean to be insecure? I'm afraid that something is going to something bad is going to happen. 
So then you have the ego that says, all right, well, to prevent this, you know, something bad from happening, I'm going to go about shit this way. But at the end of the day, if you are afraid that your nigga gonna cheat on you because you gave him a threesome, then guess what? Deep down in your heart of hearts, you feel like that nigga a cheater and you have to dissect that. Because don't try to bring another motherfucker into your bedroom and you feel you have these feelings. You have to make sure that you are prepared. So before you even think about having a threesome with a motherfucker, you have to say to yourself, well, why do I want to have a threesome? Is it for me or is it for my partner? Now, I don't recommend bitches that ain't you, you either bisexual or you at least a little curious about eating pussy. I don't ex- I don't I don't really recommend y'all those types of women to have threesomes because it's not going to be fun. Like that's just like, all right, you fucking on a nigga that won't eat your pussy. Would you fuck a nigga that won't eat your pussy? I know I won't. So, what's the point in having another female there? And that's not even to say that you are bisexual just because you engage in threesomes because I I say that all the time to, you know, people. I I've eaten pussy. I'm not bisexual. I don't equate the two. I don't think bisexuality means, you know, you just because you eat a little pussy that you bisexual. No, I get I have a thrill and I'm a I'm an experimentalist. So I'll try damn near anything once and twice if I like it. Uh, But everyone isn't like that. And you just have to really know who you are when it comes to sexual experiences. And that comes with, you know, trying shit here and there. Um, If you're curious about a threesome and never had one before, I would say um, just, you know, start kissing a girl. See how that go. Um, Ease yourself into it. Because the last thing you want to do is coordinate a full out threesome. You bring somebody else into your, you know, bedroom and then the shit get weird. Like my first threesome got super weird after the fact. And I'm like, I didn't even want to do this shit. I was just doing some shit because I'm like, oh, I ain't never did this before. Now, right. But because again, I'm an experimentalist. I act like a fucking kid sometimes when it comes to sex. It's like, ooh, wee, I ain't never did this before. I'm finna do it. And if somebody right, asks me, me see how it is. right, and don't ask me why I did it, because just like a kid, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have no real logic as to why, you know, outside of the fact that, well, I've never done it before, so I wanted to do it. Well, why did you want to do it? I don't know. Like, right. The thing, sir. <laughs> Curiosity. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's a, that's more of the place that I'm in. Like, I, I've been with my man for a few years. Mm-hmm. So it's at the point where it's like, okay, I want to have a threesome because I want to experience, like, a girl. But then it's like, I don't really want him to be a part of it because it's like, I want to have an experience. But I still don't want it to be, like, sneaking and cheating. And or, that is like, okay. That is okay. It, have this conversation with your partner because here's the thing. If it's about your sexual pleasure and not a part of part, not something that you want to reward him with, because, you know, coochie as a gift is only a gift if it's somebody else coochie. So if it's not something that you're trying to gift him, it's okay for him not to be a part of it. Like you damn near should be like, all right, because you sound like, all right, you want to experience a girl. So tell. So I would even say this, be like, look, babe, I want to experience a girl. Can you watch? Let your nigga watch. Like, I want you to watch me fuck a girl and just see how it go. I don't want you a part of a threesome. That's not what I want. And if this your nigga and he love you, he'll be perfectly fine with sitting back and watching two bitches coochie bump. Like, and that's just what it is. Um, And then 
that would be one step into maybe uh, maybe eventually you say like, all right, cool, babe. You know, I want you to be a part of this. Now come here. But yeah, even still, like what whatever what you you should only do what you are comfortable with. Like I said, right. I'm an experimentalist. I'm the bitch that I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's kind of not too many limits with me. But I've had a threesome with um, a, a woman and her husband, and he didn't penetrate me. I was very grateful to be a part of a threesome where I didn't have to get penetrated. Like, I sucked some dick, but it's because she didn't, she don't like sucking dick. So I was damn near like the super vitamin. Wait, was that the one when you said he didn't penetrate you and then you still have to get your um, toy out to finish yourself? Uh-uh, no, nah, that was a totally different situation, girl. Oh, <laughs> so did you look forward to it? No, or not wait, no, wait, no. Actually, I think, no. So I think it was. I did have to finish myself. But the thing, it wasn't because I didn't get penetrated. It was because I wasn't done fucking. I have a really high sex drive. <laughs> right. So I don't. So want, would you want it to have been fucked? In that situation, no. Like I was, I was completely cool. Like the thing was not that. Oh, if I would have gotten penetrated, I would have had a better experience. No, I had a really good experience. It's just I have a really high sex drive. So he had nutted and fell asleep. She was tired. I was still the energizer bunny. So I'm kind of like, uh, like <laughs> I, that was a very, you know, unique situation. So I'm glad you brought it up because I don't want people to think that, oh, because I pulled out a toy, it was because I wasn't satisfied. I just still, you know, it was one of the things where it's like, you, you want to fall asleep exhausted too. I wanted to fall right. asleep exhausted too. Like I was, I'm kind of greedy when it comes to sex. So I could I could literally go like four or five rounds and that be that. Um, so yeah, like it's definitely it was nothing on the man, it was nothing on the woman. It was just that I have a very high sex drive, and I know that I have a very sex a high sex drive, and everybody cannot keep up with that. And I'm not asking them to. So that so when I do run into motherfuckers that do have a sex drive that's as high as mad, you damn near got to be off a pill, and I got to be sober, and there will probably be like neck and neck, <laughs> right? Because she get wow, she get wow. Uh, but um, yeah, that <laughs> it's funny. You was like, oh, you had to finish yourself off. Yeah, I had to finish myself out because I'm a greedy bitch, and right. yeah, that's what it was. And also, I'm a giver. So I got them out the way before I got out the way. And that's what it was. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what? That's another reason why I'm glad I'm doing these call-ins because when I tell the story, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what, what questions y'all have as I'm telling the story type shit. So for you to even bring that up, I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity to clarify. Right, because it's like you you can't really determine the way a person gonna perceive what you're saying, mm-hmm. and then the questions behind what they got. Like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. That was a yeah. I like how that kind of segued into that. You got any other questions for me? Uh, no, no, not that I can think of. Okay, well, this was super cool, super cool. Thanks for calling me, Fave. Um, no problem. Yeah, like, uh, hell, what's your favorite episode of Provocative? Tell me that. Uh, my favorite episode was, hmm, 
I want to say it's the episode with a. Uh, you was with you was with a girl. You was talking to a girl, a stripper. I think she was, uh, and you were telling her experiences, and she was telling hers, and you was just getting more into details about clubhouse hopping and learning more about strippers to see if you wanted to be a stripper. So it kind of caught my eyes to it because it's like you speaking more on something that I'm curious about, like mm-hmm. a threesome with a girl, like getting to you know into that type of atmosphere with a girl so it's just like okay i found that interesting nice nice yeah the stripper episode was a good one that was when i was on i was uh that was ty i had ty on the show uh so yeah that's dope thank you for that thank you for that um so yeah we gonna wrap this shit up and please remember to rate provocative in the podcast apps please leave a review that is how people find me on that note we are out before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing! P R H O E D O C A T I V E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoeing us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary and yeah. the <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>